Movie podcast for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. My name is Tom Chick, and I'm here with Christian McCluskey. We'll call me Raptor. And with a Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I have to think through that like Kelly Wan trying to think of Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom tagline Kelly Wan. Whatever, girl. I don't. <laughs> should we move on or should you explain it to me? No, that'd get easier to understand. Okay, give me one that I could understand. Finally, a summer blockbuster about CG chasing bored actors. <laughs> I understood that one. Gold Bloom's best since Independence Day resurgence. Oh, why are you so mean to Thor Ragnarok? It's, yeah, it, it, it extincts. really all right that's legit yeah wow you never know when it's gonna hit are there more Uh, more like dino boars (laughs) and finally save the dinosaurs fire the animators doing the lava cg (laughs) yay taglines dingus what movie is kelly wan talking about here uh, Kelly Wan is, is talking it? about the movie that we saw this week. This week we saw Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom, a 2018 American science fiction adventure sequel franchise movie about how blue is the warmest raptor. It was directed by J.A. Bayona and written by Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow. It stars Justice Smith, Daniela Pineda, Oh, and Jeff my Goldblum. God. Jeez. Get her out of that movie. Uh, it's really annoying. I'm just, I just find that so annoying. Who? The lesbian? No, Daniel Pineda. She's way too hot. Like, it was really distracting. Oh, I couldn't yeah, pay attention I... to the stupid movie. Mm, is that, that is, really yeah. a bad thing? <laughs> Jurassic World. Why she's there, Tom? <laughs> Sorry. Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom is rated PG-13 for intense sequences of science fiction violence. None of that's true. And peril. Was any of that rating there for how hot Daniela Pineda is? Uh, Hotness was not part of the rating. All right, because children should not be exposed to that if they're having like conflicting puberty issues going like that could really mess up a young boy. I do like that. that Conflicting puberty issues. Sounds like something the MPAA would do. Uh, Kelly wants to see ugly people. Is there anything else missing from that MPAA thing there? Kelly wand. Very occasional scenes of dinosaurs eating people off screen (laughs) and some sunscreen on screen. I like your MPAA voice. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a font, a new font for the movie. <laughs> I'm like the principal in election is the MPA. Jurassic <laughs> oh, World. That's really good. That's really good, Kelly. I totally like children, see that guy's face. How we're gonna treat you? <laughs> that's it. He's expelled from school, suspended, 
Okay, sorry, Tom. What were you no, that's okay. I just didn't. Yeah, very good. That's a great uh, it's at 50 <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, and unfortunately, look how close this came. On Metacritic, it's at 51. Mm. So, oh, so close. No overlap. Right, all that. Yeah. Never happens. Cinema score. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty much I guess where it's going to go. I mean, it, it it fell a notch. It should be an A. All movies should get an A, but for whatever reason, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom got an A minus on Cinema Score. At least oh, it wasn't in the B area. Mm. Uh, I made 150 million dollars, uh, which is way, way down from the last movie. But I believe, according to Brad Brevet over at Box Office Mojo, the conventional wisdom is that's not necessarily unexpected because it's going up against Incredibles two, and they're overlapping audiences. So yeah. nobody is panicking that it made a lot less money than the last uh, Jurassic World movie. I still don't get why it came out two weeks early here. Because that doesn't pad the numbers. To uh, to because it's a, it's part of the trade war that we're launching on the world, Kelly Wand. We're making oh, yeah. you guys watch Jurassic World, Fallen World, or Fallen Kingdom early. We're making you like deal with it two weeks before we have to. It's like a trade surplus kind of thing. And Canada legalized weed, so my question is, why would I want to come back there? <laughs> Never can't mind. help you with that, Kelly Wand, but I can no, help you. With a request for this week's synopsis, go. <laughs> you can. I just want to follow the transition there. You can nope, help. There's no following right, that right, transition. Right. That was a mess. That <laughs> oh, was good. Thank you. It, you know what? It goes with the movie. It was a basically, yeah, an eruption of CG, verbal CG, just yeah. popped out of me there. Eruption. Jopsassic fart. Fartin' King Dopsis. Wow. <laughs> Goes with the movie. <laughs> a guy and his black friend cruise around the ocean floor in a submarine. The white guy's all, um, should we turn on the searchlights yet? It's been six months. I don't even know which ocean we're in. The black friend's all, shh, look. He points to a dinosaur skeleton on the ocean floor that's handcuffed to some coral. The black friend's all, damn, I wonder what heinous crime that coral must have committed. The white guy's all, yeah, fuck you, Cyberdyne. The black friend's all, uh, yeah, Cyberdyne's Terminator, uh, Jurassic Park Corporation's called Hydra. Now let's get this valuable specimen for our bosses. <laughs> he uses his joystick to maneuver the submarine's clamper calipers. After accidentally grabbing the Titanic and some scuba divers, he finally clamps them around the handcuff chain and reels it in, shattering the dinosaur femur in the process. The white guy's all, oh, sweet, now we can cuff ourselves to stuff. Um, CG Submarine 1 to off-screen base, handcuff in calipers. Repeat whatever I just said. The black friends all, hey, look, something coming up behind is too dark to see in three. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Jurassic Island World Kingdom, next to a iconic sign of the classic uh, dinosaur skeleton eating the lawyer, trying to take shit. Another white guy <laughs> getting rained on while he screws around with a bag of groceries, looks up at his <laughs> helicopter friends waving at him and goes, there's a dino what behind me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, guys, can you lower the ladder from the helicopter? Hello? Uh, a little more down so I can reach it? Yeah! <laughs> Thanks! 
So long, T-Vexed. I'm dangling from a ladder above the ocean in a storm. I've never felt safer. <laughs> Dinosaur whale CG to have been part of the ladder. His friends thank the dinosaur for not getting its teeth stuck in the ladder. Which would have been bad for them. And then the copter crashes into a dinosaur and explodes. Sorry, the buddy leads out and goes, Farewell, ladder character. You will be missed. And then the copter crashes into a dinosaur. Rewrite. Meanwhile, on some news. And in CG news, the strangely profitable and popular Family Amusement Center Jurassic Park slash World Fallen something is closing down for a fifth time, although for once, not because of the exhibits eating the customers, um, but due to lava issues. However, that hasn't stopped these fun seekers from standing in line by the entrance in hopes that the park will soon reopen during the island's volcanic destruction. <laughs> Kiernan and I want to ride in the spheres! And the dinosaurs have to eat! Ah! <laughs> Meanwhile, since the lava is moving surprisingly slowly off screen, 5,000 miles away, the U.S. Congress has decided to debate whether they should care with former actor and fly Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Mr. Goldblum, none of us were listening. Could you please repeat whatever you just said several times? <laughs> Well, Senator, we're, 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 we're 0 for 4 at, at Dinosaurs Not Eating Us. And I, I, I don't get me started on mixing DNA. Just ask Gina Davis. I, I think instead of, instead of asking whether, 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 whether you should make a fifth Jurassic Park film, you, you, you could have asked whether, whether you would. I mean, wait. Yes, but the real issue here, Mr. Goldblum, is what does God think? Jodie Foster's contact character is all, oh, Christ. Meanwhile, Bryce comes out. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bryce Dallas Howard sighs into her cell phone. Yes, Ron. Yes, Ron. Yes, Ron. No, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. <laughs> Train robbery sounds a little weird for Star Wars. Uh... No, I haven't heard how he gets his last name. Isn't the title a spoiler, then? No, you picked out my shoes in the last Jurassic and told me to do the village. Stop calling me and developing Arrested Development. Thanks, bye. She hangs up and finds herself in the newspaper office that I guess she owns now. She's all, okay, people. Show's over. Back to work. Bryce Dallas Howard here, running this newspaper or something. <laughs> A young black guy with glasses looks over and goes, me and this maybe Asian Hispanic girl with glasses are in this. Huh, Bruce. <laughs> Pronounced Bryce. <laughs> what is, uh, speaking of, uh, some trillionaire called for you, said he wants to talk to you in a museum in his bathroom at his mansion. Oh, Attenborough Hammond? Isn't that the uh, Jurassic rich guy? I think he said his name was New Evil Millionaire Character. <laughs> the maybe Asian girls all. I hate both of you. Later. <laughs> Later to Trillionaire's Museum Bathroom. 
Bruce Dyson Howards. I'm Crinch Vanthers. I'm rich. I'd like you to go to Jurassic Park and trick you into tricking some dinosaurs. I mean, save some dinosaurs from lava, especially this blue one that's mostly green. Um, cool to have the only dinosaur with a name. Wait, sorry, I didn't want you. I wanted Chris Pratt. <laughs> I just wasted a lot of time and money getting you here. (laughs) Who wrote me? (laughs) I have to rewrite the whole speech. Uh, Can you get him for me? You're here. Seems faster just to send you back out. I know we probably could do this on the phone. But anyway, um, I heard he's hammering a fence um, in Oregon or Spain. Also, check this out. My whole desk is a mouse pad. (laughs) I just love this character. You know he's the villain. He's not supposed to be fun. He's supposed to be enjoying him. People are sick. He swipes his hands around on his desktop till the desk sighs irritably and makes some dim CG letters that say CG appear above its surface. Suddenly a little girl who owns only purple dresses walks in, pees on the floor, points at Bryce and goes, You're gonna die out there, Jira! Jira alert. Well, she's British. Like Australians. James Quam. (laughs) Oh, it's such a hard name. James Quamwell woes up in a wheelchair. Scowls at the little girl and goes, that'll do, pig. (laughs) The trillionaire's all, uh, this is my clone daughter. I mean, clone, I mean, daughter clone, sassy. She has a British accent for some reason. We think it's from some defect in the vats. Possibly too much frog DNA as usual. Thus the tongue. Cromwell's all, I think I'm someone's uncle. He rolls off. (laughs) Bryce is all, I don't know. Those dinosaurs chased me, got me fired, broke one of my heels. I'll give you $50. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. Uh, The kid's not coming, is she? Be nice to have a kid-free Jurassic just They never get eaten anyway. Bryce somehow gets to Oregon or Spain and finds Pratt nailing his thumb to a fence. He's all, ah, there. By the way, this isn't a fence. It's the sign of my new theme park. Welcome to Pratt Sick Park. (laughs) Jesus likes you occasionally. She's all, um, isn't the sign facing the wrong way? He's all, fuck. She makes him have a beer with her at the local Denny's. Later. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
You dumped me. I told you I don't want to have sex with you anymore. Your dick's too small. Yeah, and I said, I know. <laughs> yeah, so how's that you leaving me? I don't know. I thought we were still dating, actually. Here, I got you an engagement ring. See, it's engraved. <laughs> hmm. Bruce and Pratt forever or till next movie. <laughs> Jesus Lick? Yeah, I ran out of room. Uh, I'll just write the rest on your bridal veil. Okay, A, it's Bryce, although Lando says it differently. Also, uh, <laughs> a trillionaire wants me to get you to go to Jurassic Park World Kingdom and try and persuade your old pet, Blue, the smart dinosaur, to not die in lava. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Blue. Dinosaurs suck. Boo. I'm glad they're going to die. That's my character. I wanted to be a lava wrangler anyway. Pratt, your character's not as dumb as he really is. <laughs> Shut up. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to eat the food we just ordered. Bye. <laughs> Bryce clatters off to a runway. As she gets on board a seaplane, she finds Pratt sprawled asleep, taking up five seats. He yawns, farts, and goes, Yep, I live here now. It took you so long. <laughs> While we watch the plane taxi slowly, the music's all, La 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 As the plane lads, the Asian girl's all, I had a line here about how I'm a lesbian but would still fuck Chris Pratt's character, but the studio cut it because it didn't really go with the film's themes of genetics and biological diversity. So now my character is just that I'm disinterested in the black guy. Like Daisy Ridley's. <laughs> that's rough oh. <laughs> I speak truth to power no one they don't listen but I still speak it to them. the black guy's all sunscreen anyone want sunscreen the, sight, the white soldiers scowl at him Arlie Ermey's all let's move out <laughs> They wander around some gift shops on the beach till Lebronosaurus shows up and yawns at them. The black guy's all, <laughs> is that the T-Rex? <laughs> the Asian girl's all, wow, I never really thought I'd see one in real life, an actual green screen. They go into a computer room, the black guy hits Alt F4 and goes, okay, we're in, uh, blues it grid, uh, AFK 69. Prackets in a Jeep, smirks at Bryce and goes, if I don't make it back, just remember that one time you made me come. Uh, I don't remember that ever happening, but he's already driving off. <laughs> Pratt drives around Jurassic Park till he finds an overturned car. <laughs> he's all, yup, classic Blue. Blue shows up and hisses at him. Pratt raises his hand and goes, come on, girl, you know me. Ow, stop biting my hand. Ow, not the nuts. Ow, not my hand either. In sign language, Blue's all, make up your mind. The bearded guy from Ocean's 8 leans over to me and whispers, by the way, in my country, the word Pratt means... <laughs> Suddenly, somehow without Pratt or Blue noticing, or in Blue's case, smelling anything wrong, Arlie Ermey and a hundred soldiers, somehow already there, I guess, shoot trank darts into Blue and Pratt. <laughs> One soldier gets bored and tries to shoot himself, but misses and hits Blue and PhD. <laughs> Arlie Ermey's all, put that hideous thing's carcass in the cage and get on the boat. Not Pratt, you idiots. Wait, hang on. 
He takes out some pliers and pulls out one of Pratt's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Then he smirks and goes, this'll look awesome on my necklace. Ha! Nothing manlier than a necklace on a soldier. Necklaces. (laughs) Yeah. That's my character. Jewelry! (laughs) The Asian girl's all, wait, I'm in this scene. She raises the gun at Herbie and goes, okay, uh, everybody, um, the soldiers yawn and all walk off. <laughs> Arlie Herbie's all, nasty woman, you can stay here and help keep Pratt alive or come with us and live in a cage. She looks, she looks at Pratt and then runs after the soldiers. Wait, hold up. <laughs> Meanwhile, the volcano attacks Price and the black guy. The black guy types frenziedly on his keyboard and goes, Don't worry, there, I just opened that tunnel that lets all the dinosaurs in here to kill us. <laughs> Bryce is all, Look, a ladder. You need you to do the computer shit. Some lava and a dinosaur attack them, but the black guy tricks both of them with a chair. And then, not knowing how ladders work. <laughs> Him or them. Bryce stands on a roof, stares at some smoke, and goes, Holy fucking cocksucking, cunthole, shit cutting, cunt fuck, ass farting, shh. But then the smoke drowns out her voice somehow. So any younger viewers watching won't think her character gets upset. <laughs> Thank you, Guardians. <laughs> Let them stay kids a while longer. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pratt watches lava burble towards his face. He's all, damn, the dirt didn't paralyze me. Just feel like not moving. Pratt stiffly forces his leg up and then tricks the lava by getting behind a log. The lava has no answer for. They should just put a big log up right at the base of the volcano. It's too bad none of the dinosaurs evolved to be a log. Like the stick insect. Excuse me. Then he sits there and does nothing for a while. Then he somehow finds Bryce and the black guy, and they run with some dinosaurs without getting trampled. Like, they're faster somehow. They trick the dinosaurs into not trampling them by cowering behind one of those spheres. A T-Rex shows up, so Bryce and the black guy get the sphere and lock Pratt out and watch CG fight itself outside for a bit. Pratt's all, guys, come on, let me in. What the fuck? The Stardust going to eat me. Is that what you want? By answer, Bryce turns the sphere on and drives it into some water. As they sink to their deaths, she looks at the black guy and goes, oh, well, at least we lost Pratt. Suddenly, Pratt walks out their door. Then he pulls out his gun. Bryce's all, Pratt, what the, what the fuck you doing? Pratt somehow shoots his gun underwater, aiming for the black guy. Speaking of which, I guess he had a gun with bullets in it all this time. <laughs> From the time Bryce showed up at his fence till now, we've been with his character. So he had a gun with him for the fence. Water starts pouring into the sphere from the bullet holes. Pratt shrugs and swims off screen, then comes back, gets mad at the sphere's door, and starts attacking it with a knife. <laughs> the black guy sobs, why won't he leave us alone? <laughs> When I wake up on the boat, wait, when I wake up, comma, on the boat, 
an army guy saw. <laughs> hey, Sarge, should any of us look behind us at the exploding island and the dying dinosaurs yet? Like, see if any trucks are coming at us from the future? <laughs> Maybe I left the keys in one for some reason. And person in there decided to run on foot into the boat, and it's empty. Also, should we shut the cargo bay doors here at least? Bryce screaming crashes into him with a truck. Luckily, Arlie Army and the other hundreds of soldiers standing around don't notice her. Everyone stands by Pratt and Bryce without seeing them somehow and watch the island burn. While a forlorn brontosaurus howls from the dock. I guess it knew what the boat was. Arlie Army wipes away a tear with his pliers. On a TV screen, a newscaster's all, and the U.S. Senate's agreed that Goldblum's dumb and to save the dinosaurs. Their ship set sail uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, meanwhile, in America or England, hey, Daddy, look what I can do. <laughs> she turns to her grandma and screams, Jira! <laughs> the grandma screams in terror. Oh, stupid clone. I mean, hooray for sassy. <laughs> hey, Daddy. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> nader, 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 daddy. <laughs> On his phone, the dad, trillionaire dad's all. Just get those stupid dinosaurs here for the auction before that stupid clone girl. Damn it, sassy. I told you, never bother daddy while he's yelling about dinosaurs. God. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. I thought you didn't want to hear about me scaring grandma. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman scowls at the trillionaire and goes... Your boats with dinosaurs on them are going to take how long to cross two oceans? Pfft, that's a slow Tuesday where I'm from. The trillionaire? He's all. Look, we just cloned a velociraptor, a T-Rex, the Oedipus Rex, with my stupid daughter into one dinosaur. The ultimate weapon. A combat juggernaut immune to everything except bullets, explosives, missiles, poison, starvation, and asteroids. We call it the Retardicus, Rexicalioptimus, Ridiculous. <laughs> the music's all that CG will eventually look menacing once you see it underlit. <laughs> <laughs> la 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 la. That's the music for a horror movie about dinosaurs. That scene. Meanwhile, back on the stupid boat, Pratt and Bryce somehow sneak without being seen into Blue's unguarded cage with the Asian girl in it, who's been keeping Blue alive all this time by pressing on the bullet wound. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, she holds up some bloody object and tweezers and goes, Hey, look, I removed the bullet. (laughs) Pratt's all, um, that's its tooth. Arlie Army removed the bullet by accident with his pliers earlier. Bryce is all. By the way, I'm a surgeon. This dinosaur needs a blood transfusion. <laughs> Pratt's all. Cool. We'll get it from the Kajaklosaurus, uh, 10 cages down. Uh, the black guy's all. Uh, quick question. What about us? What about food? Restroom breaks? We're about to sail 5,000 miles. No one's even supposed to know we're on this boat. Um, we have no clothes. No food. Um, we'll get shot if we're seen. Everybody takes turns rolling their eyes at him. <laughs> Bryce is all, looks like sunscreen still on this. Later in a dinosaur cage they got into somehow. Okay, Bryce, uh, as usual, I guess you'll have to get on top. <laughs> what, to inject the dinosaur on your side? Fine, whatever. Outside, a soldier's all, hey, uh, this dinosaur cage door's open. Should I look inside? <laughs> 
since he's talking to himself, no one answers, and he shuts the door. And I say, <laughs> For some reason, this wakes the dinosaur up, and it starts going nuts and tearing apart the cage super loud, which fortunately the soldier who just shut the door two seconds ago doesn't hear. <laughs> or notice. Bryce somehow gets out of the cage and opens the door again, and Pratt tricks the dinosaur by jumping through its mouth in a somersault. <laughs> I lean over to Denise Richards sitting beside me and go, I haven't been this worried for Chris Pratt since I saw that shot in the trailer. She's all, in Tammy the T-Rex, when I strip teased for Paul Walker's brain at the end, he wasn't acting. Later, and another unguarded change. Cha- <laughs> I love when people dumbasses add letters. You know, dumbasses, not like me. When I do it, it's just pathetic. Later, in another unguarded change, Pratt's all, here you go, Blue, and injects Blue. Blue yawns and shits loudly. The black guy's all, did any get my mouth? In my mouth? Is it in my mouth? Pratt's all, yeah, don't worry, all of it did. He tousles Blue's eyeball affectionately. You're going to be okay, girl. Hey, remember this? <laughs> JK, I was only pretending to cry to confuse you. Learned how to do that for thoroughbreds. <laughs> uh, Asian girl, how's he doing? I wouldn't know. Uh, well, the blood transfusion needle's over here. You just re-injected her with the bullet, so... Pratt's all... <laughs> Back at the mansion, an Asian guy's all... Mr. Fanchers, I know this movie came out on Father's Day, but clones need mothers. Dads are useless. The trillionaire's all... I'm in charge here. We're talking $10 million. I don't pay you for science. The little girl hears all this, but slowly backs away down the hall, since she's never seen an Asian man before. For some reason, <laughs> she doesn't smell or hear or see the Indoraptor that for some reason is in a dark cage at the end of the hall she just came from. A cage that for some reason has bars wide enough for the raptor's really long claws to poke between. Fortunately, for some reason, instead of killing her, it tries to caress her hair, but misses. Then screams at her like she did at the grandma. <laughs> More proof she's a clone. Or that the dinosaur's a clone. The trillionaire's all, damn it, fuckface. He locks the little girl in his bedroom, then turns to the grandma and goes, your services are no longer required, mom. Get out of here. The grandma's all, but sir, I raised her and the non-clone. Wait, you don't think she can hear us through that huge crack under the door? I think maybe we'll count dumb later. While the trillionaire storms off to yell on his cell phone in response, Sassy gets bored and hangs out in a closet and looks at a picture of herself and the non-clone her doing nothing somewhere with the grandma. For some reason in the picture, both girls are the same age, and so is the grandma. Pratt wakes up on the boat to find that he somehow slept the entire three-month voyage up the planet. Bryce is storing at his armpit. She farts. He smells it affectionately. Finally, he gets bored and gets into a truck that luckily none of the army guys assigned a driver to, and they wave him and Bryce off the boats and past multiple checkpoints. I guess they forgot what he looks like. Since the dinosaurs are hungry, they feed one a goat. Arlie Army scowls at a private and goes, You idiot! When I said feed it a kid, ah, never mind. I guess no milk rations today, people. Back in Grandpa Crowell's bedroom, 
Cromwell's all, damn it, Charlton. Sassy told me you've been cloning dinosaurs. Maybe that's against the law even in this administration. Get the police on the phone. It'll be less work for me if they hear it from you. The trillionaire's all, oh, yeah? And comes at him with a pillow, but instead <laughs> accidentally slips and trips over a lamp that falls and shatters in slow motion. It was a very expensive bulb. Meanwhile, parked somewhere, Pratt's all, ha, stupid soldiers. They didn't notice us. Okay, Bruce, you stay here. I'm going to go call the cops and tell them a trillionaire's private army is uh, holding a dinosaur ark. Suddenly, Harley Irv sticks a gun at his face and goes, You should have stayed on the island, boy. Your odds would have been better. Despite this promise, for some reason, he doesn't shoot them. It puts them in a cage for the trillionaire to sneer. You guys are just the same as me. You exploit animals for money. Money. <laughs> Since, like the Velociraptor, they put Pratt in a cage with bars three, or feet, three feet apart, Pratt tricks him by holding his hand. So the soldiers raise guns. Then Price hits him with her purse, and the soldiers have to let it slide, I guess. <laughs> While upstairs, Sassy tricks the door because her dumb dad left the key on her side of the door. An idiot. She breaks into Grandpa's room. Grandpa, your son's insane. Dinosaurs. Cheering <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> Grandpa's asleep, so she tries to shake him awake, but she shakes him so hard he flatlines. <laughs> if you look at it, that's what happens. She's all, Grandpa, no, sorry. She plays around in a dumb waiter. In their prison cell, Bryce is all... <laughs> uh, in their prison cell, Bryce is all... Oh, Pratt. Remember the first time we pretended to see a dinosaur in the same scene together? Yeah, whatever. We can't let these dinosaurs out of here. They'll cause untold havoc. Hey, let's get them... Let's just put them out here. Hey, look, they put the headbutt dinosaur in the cell next. (laughs) Hey there, little guy. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? (laughs) Although Pratt's rarely thinking anything, by whistling and raising his hand, he tricks the headbutt dinosaur into stealing a key to their cell door off the guard <laughs> by taking its top off or something. Meanwhile, in a supermodel runway room, Truman Capote's all. And next is this weird face dinosaur uh, that puked on Wayne Knight in the first movie. Um, the puke's been rewarmed. Uh, what am I been? <laughs> A billionaire is all. How much for gold bloom? <laughs> like just the head. Meanwhile, in a hallway. Hey, little kid. My name's Chris Pratt. Yeah. Did you see Jennifer's body? <laughs> Bryce is all. You look like you could use a friend. The girl trips and falls out of the dumbwaiter, then makes Pratt hug her. 
Bryce is all, I was talking to Pratt, you bitch. Meanwhile, at the auction, Philip Sewer Hoffman's all. And this is the Mega Raptor XL. <laughs> he raises a gun, paints a targeting reticle on a billionaire in the audience. The raptor screams and batters the cage, farting angrily. Capote's all, I know just shooting uh, Gary there would be faster, but look how annoyed the dinosaur gets at targeting reticles. Huh? <laughs> It's uh, CG we're making do that by using this other CG, a laser. The other millionaires are all, yeah, let's all get dinosaurs and sick them on Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Gary. 24 billion. (laughs) Stupid Gary. (laughs) <laughs> let's make him sit there that way although if I remember right Blue is the uh, one exceptional dinosaur that Pratt could domesticate by whistling and raising his hand at he somehow gets the pugnacious headbutt dinosaur docilely into a cramped elevator and sends him up to the auction to murder people while he successfully <laughs> takes on dozens of heavily armed crack trade combat troops barehanded <laughs> and pummels them Instead of dealing with Pratt or the rampaging dinosaurs at the auction, Arlie Irby wanders around the dark hallways yelling, Hey, Flamkins, where's my bonus? (laughs) Hope uh, hope he's dying upstairs right now. Suddenly, he sees the Indoraptor that he's already seen, sedated on a months-long sea voyage, and goes, Oh, what are you? He shoots it with a dart. Then he enters the cage and tries to pull its tooth out, but after waking at us and wagging its tail and tapping him on the shoulder with it. Because it's a clever girl. It tricks him by pulling his arm out. The irony. Arms are the teeth of the rib cage. Wait. Arlie or me. Don't worry, there's no blood. That's not what I came to see. Meanwhile, Truman Capote walks in and sees a woman and a guy hiding in an open elevator instead of using it to go up and escape. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, I don't... (laughs) I, like, work so hard on what I write. Except this. Capote laughs, throws the woman right in front of himself to draw the dinosaur's attention, then gets in the elevator... Unfortunately, once the doors close, Capote hits the elevator button that unlocks the raptor's cage. So the door opens, and then he dies off screen. Meanwhile, in yet another hallway, Bryce and Pratt and Sassy stare at the trillionaire, who's all, Oh, so you're adopting my kid now, huh? Uh, well, yeah, guess what? She's a clone, in case the picture in the closet didn't spell it. So a dinosaur suddenly gets bored of listening, and Final Destination's him off screen. to eat just him Pratt and Bryce somehow get in a room with computers in it and somehow steal all the dinosaurs in another room hopefully with the millionaires in it too Pratt's all hey look a fill room with poison gas button 
key hits it. On the monitor screen, the room with the dinosaurs in it starts filling with gas. Pratt's all, ugh, I thought I filled our room. Shit! As the dinosaurs start choking, Bryce is all, Pratt! (laughs) So we came all this way to save the dinosaurs from slavery? So we could kill them? Pratt pats Sassy's head, sets her down by the override Pratt button on the console, (laughs) puts her finger on it, walks away from her, and goes, Yup, humanity's too awesome. Plus, I think five of these movies is plenty. Sassy hits the Jurassic 6 button. All the dinosaurs giggle and stream outside. (laughs) She's all, Damn green screen, swamp green screen! Give up! <sighs> Pratt's all damn it clone girl well played by the way uh, I think you should live with Bryce uh, I'll uh, call on weekends maybe when my fence is done at this sassy starts sobbing in horror and goes upstairs and hops in bed and tries to sleep but dinosaurs keep coming in and pestering her <laughs> Meanwhile, in Congress, a senator's all, Dr. Goldblum, you haven't spoken in six months. Uh, Are we done here? (laughs) Goldblum looks at us and goes, welcome to Jurassic Fallen Kingdom World, Solar System Galaxy Universe 2018. Meanwhile, Blue stares down at an Arizona suburb where I guess the trillionaire lived and yawns at us. Raquel Welch in her fur bikini leans over to me and goes, God, the science in this movie was atrocious. The end. <laughs> wow. Little Raquel. That was really great. That was pretty uh, epic, Kelly Wand. Jeez. Really? Yeah. I feel like the second half's not as good, because I wrote it before Ocean's 8, because I thought we were doing this, and then the second half's kind of uh, like a later Philip K. Dick. I think this. I, I I don't know how much of it was the gestation period because you've had a couple of weeks, but uh, I couldn't have hoped for something better. That All right, good. With Tom, I was yeah. a little nervous about it. <laughs> I'm glad it worked this is out. Prometheus level for me. Oh, what? Well, the movie really, it all hinges on how the movie, how lazy the movie is, is how good the ops is. Well, hold that thought. Dingus, right. what's an over and an under, and what did you think of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, for my over and under, I chose um, parts of a series that I thought were absolutely horrid. Um, it just embarrassingly horrid. So under, I put Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Uh, that is the one that was directed by William Shatner about uh, the Star Trek people finding God, basically. Again. Um, so wait, that's under for, or over? That's under. Okay. Uh, over, I would put, and I'm, I'm not being lazy on this. I actually watched this thing again. Uh, I would put The Lost World, which I don't think is a good movie, but it is much better than this. Dingus, you don't uh, have this, to have recently watched movies to, to use them as your over or under. I'm just saying. I understand that. And I, and I have not watched Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, in forever. So uh-huh. I did not okay. do that. Uh, I think this is one of the most incompetent movies I've ever seen. Uh, I think it's horribly edited uh, to start with. Uh, it's terribly directed. It makes no sense. Um, and and the most unfortunate thing about it is that it ends on a note that 
makes me want to see the next movie. And, uh, and that's might be the most frustrating thing about it. Um, there are moments that I think that it's trying that where I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt of thinking, well, maybe it's because Kelly had talked about, uh, I think a star Wars movie where, uh, maybe they're doing like a comedy thing with this, where they're making fun of the whole universe. And there are moments in this movie where I tried to like stretch it to that, but it's just so unrelentingly horrid um, and horribly filmed and horribly edited. And just people show up like, how did he get there? Kind of moments. I, I just can't believe how incompetent this movie is for the level of movie this should be. All right, uh, I'll go next. I don't think I hated it as much as you, Dingus. I, of course, didn't like it. I don't think it's any good. Uh, and I was struck as I was watching it that everything is pretty much 100% recycled, like everything we've seen yeah. before. And it's just reiterating stuff. And telegraph. But then, but then we get to the end of the movie with the dinosaur mansion stuff and that aesthetic there. And there were actually even a couple of scenes that I thought were artful. So I was a little surprised as I was watching it that uh, Colin Trevorrow has come a long way because I thought Jurassic World was incompetent and terrible and obviously the sign of a director who'd only done one small movie before and was just kind of working on behalf of the studio and putting things together and didn't really have an idea what he was doing. So in a way, I was very pleasantly surprised at, at the craft that Colin Trevorrow had developed since the last movie. And then this ended, and I was like, oh, because I, I then saw that J.A. Bayona had done it uh, yeah. as a protege of Guillermo del Toro's. And of course that explained certain things like the dinosaur mansion aesthetic and the stuff in the little girl's room. And that this, this had very J.A. Bayona touches that uh, were actually kind of something that wasn't recycled. Uh, actually, it was recycled maybe from the orphanage and monster calls from his other movies, but it wasn't recycled from Jurassic Park movies. So that I at least appreciated some of his actual craft, which I don't think we've seen anything like that in a Jurassic Park movie in a while. Um, so I agree with you, Dingus. It was terrible, but because I I didn't realize I was I was watching this uh, school of Spanish or Mexican filmmakers at work. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by that and appreciated some of those scenes, which we'll talk mm. about in a minute. So uh, my over is actually King Kong because at least mm. King Kong – and I couldn't help but think of King Kong's dinosaur rumble scene during that absurd volcano eruption, everybody running from the lava thing. I mean it was just such a dinosaur rodeo silly. Now, like I, it, you mentioned, like it was like a comedy. I was like, wait, they're, are they playing this seriously? And they were. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe that, and I sort of feel that, that – King Kong's some of King Kong's excesses are similar. King Kong, however, I ultimately really like because of what Naomi Watts is doing with Andy Serkis and the animators are doing uh, with King Kong. So King Kong way, way over. But I just couldn't help but think of some of the goofiness of King Kong as, as I was watching this. My under Rampage. The, the movie with Dwayne Johnson, uh, wow. which I also didn't necessarily hate. Rampage is pretty terrible, but, but there's no art or there's no sense of craft in Rampage. It's just crazy CG stuff of monsters chewing up cities. And to its credit, Rampage is actually darker than this. You know, a Dwayne uh. Johnson goofy action movie because it, it has a very different approach. The monsters in Rampage. Uh, it's showing them running around in cities. And I, I think everybody who gets killed is a soldier. So. 
they kind of are asking for it, you could say. But uh, lots of people get killed, and you see lots of bodies being flung around. And there's a really graphic scene of Malin Ackerman getting eaten by the, the monkey in Rampage. Uh, so that would be slightly under this uh, because Rampage had none of the J.A. Bayona touches that I was, was uh, pleasantly surprised with in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Well, Kelly let's, Wong, let's put a pin in the what you said about darkness because I okay, want to talk about yeah, that yeah, a definitely. little bit. But also, you, I love that you brought up King Kong uh, because there's this, there's that scene where Chris Pratt is playing with the baby blue dinosaur, and there's a there's this uh, there's there's this to- this toy on the floor that's known as a Kong. Um, that, that that's the that's the thing that you stuff food into, like that my dog eats during the podcast. Basically, mm-hmm. you stuff food into that thing. It's that it's that rubber thing that looks like a, a weird, uh, I don't know, red rubber thing, and it's called a Kong. I don't think that's an accident. And Raptors, uh, that's that's really cute. I wish we'd seen scenes of Baby Blue uh, wrestling with the Kong. That would have been adorable. Yeah. Anyway, nope, we didn't get that. Kelly Wand, what's an over and under? What did you think of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? That's the, what's frustrating is there's there's germs you can see where it could have been good. Like if Laura Dern's character had been at the congressional hearing debating Goldblum's character because he hates dinosaurs and she thinks they're awesome. So it would have made more sense. Like she should have been there and they should have been against even going. Whatever. My over is uh, <laughs> <laughs> also Lost World like Dingus um, because uh, it had a lot of deaths in it. And um, – it was the last Jurassic Park movie to sort of stick to the premise of the first two movies that I really liked, which was the dinosaurs were beyond our ability to control on any level for any length of time. And like, we're just this tiny blip that's only existed for a couple hundred thousand years. The dinosaurs were around for hundreds of millions of years. So they're really awesome. And now they're kind of, I don't know, they're not as fun. And the action in this is terrible and boring, and the characters are boring as shit. But I kind of like little. I like the ending, although it worries me that it's just going to be the same as Planet of the Apes. And they're going to like string it out to five movies when really I want the next movie to just be post-apocalyptic, like the dinosaurs have taken over the world, and then you just that's how the movie opens. Um, but my under's Jurassic World because that was worse than this. Like I didn't like anything about that, and this one kept making me want to like it like i liked a few i liked a couple plot points i think it's i think it's mostly garbage but i like that the soldiers just leave pratt to die in lava i like that um and i like the little girl letting out the dinosaurs thematically like she's a clone there like that's kind of good like that works structurally i think well that also reminds me of the sort of thing that j.a bayona would do with you know the power of a child's imagination and the child you know like a it's very orphanage and uh and yeah. monster calls yeah um so that I, does I just, work. Uh, well, I, just, I don't think the movie supports it very well no. but I, I could see why that's in there yeah yeah um well let's, so there's a bunch of things to touch on here um dingus let, let's talk about the tone thing you're wanting to mention what what, what did you uh, have to say about that uh, what I have to say about that is, and this is in, I I will admit, I I admit freely that this is in direct, direct contradiction to what I said about the first time I saw Deadpool and how angry I was that that movie was an R-rated movie, um, because it negate it negated basically the fact that, you know, the money that kids contribute through their parents to see like the Marvel movies makes Deadpool possible. So why are you excluding all of these kids from Deadpool? 
Uh, I was really pissed about that because my kid was really upset about it. Um, at the beginning of this movie, it felt like the beginning of a horror movie. And Kelly kind of touched on that a little bit when he was doing his uh, opsis. Uh, I just, there was a point in this movie, it, there was that point at the beginning where I felt like this feels like a horror movie. And there was a point later on where I was like, I wish you guys would just go full on horror. I just, yeah. it was a I wish horror novel. Wasn't I wish it? this were Carna, like, is it Carnotaurus? That's the, um, I forget who the director is. Roger Corman. I don't know if he actually directed him, but Roger Corman money is behind the Carnosaur movie. The Roger Corman movie. Uh, I wish it would. I wish it were just full on a a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that that it would be much uh, a much better movie if they had just done that. Uh, Of course, they can't because it's you know I I understand the logistics and the financials behind it. But when you talked about the first two movies are horror movies, aren't they? No, no, not at all. I no, um, they, it, I, they're closer it, to horror it, uh, movies, but I think they're very—they're still very much family adventures, and I think that's pretty yeah. much what Michael Crichton has written as well. But those kids right. really get put through ringers in the first. Yeah, well, it's horrific, but it's not a horror movie. And I would, uh, when I say and that, I mean like an R-rated, like full-on ripping things apart, just scary, super scary. We're not going to take a kid to this movie kind of movie. Um, because that's what it felt like at the beginning when they're in that thing under the sea. And uh, and then the movie just doesn't go there. But there's a couple moments where it feels like it might like try to lean that way. Uh, as, as many of the movies in the franchise have tried to lean that way, just kind of nudge us like, this is scary, right? Uh, I just wish that they would have with this movie if if they were going to do that. So because that mansion, that weird like Hogwartsy uh, mansion that didn't look anything like a real thing, like a dollhouse. Yeah. Uh, I wish they just would have gone with a. I, I wish they would have gone with a horror concept because and what you said, Tom, about uh, something else being darker. I guess it was an orphanage. Um, I, I I wish this movie would have gone with that. Uh, I mean, even even, World, even at the expense of not taking my kid to it, because I don't think this movie is worth seeing as it is. Right, well, that's true. <laughs> well, it, it's like you said, Dingus. It is the logistics. You can't like dinosaurs appeal to kids, so Universal's definitely Universal and Legendary and I forget who other studio, but but they know what their demographic is and they know how right, they're going to make right. money. And but I, I'm with you know I'm I'm with you as far as movies about like this would be a horror movie if it. My theory is that horror movies are they, – they play mainly to prey upon a specific fear of some sort or another. And I think this one is more about thrills. But yep. but a horror movie being eaten alive, I mean that's what Jaws ultimately – like Jaws, how scary it is to think that there's a bunch of stuff under the water that you can't see. That's part of it. But also just the idea of being eaten alive by a carnivore, Jaws very much taps into that. And, and I think – uh, also 1975, very different time. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. I, I would part, I would well I, I would love to see. I, I'm with you guys like a horror movie that reverts back to just how scary it is. The idea of being eaten alive would be horrific, and that would be great. And I I would love to see that using, for instance, what Inaritu did in in Revenant with that that bear attack mm. scene. Yeah, like that's horrific, good. and that's what a dinosaur would do to a person. Right. None of this just like okay, we're switching to flailing CG limbs. We're gonna have scream effects. Or while the dinosaur gulps them down. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and you know, ripping people apart and biting them, and like that 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 was so horrific in the Revenant. And I would love for a horror movie to to marshal that 
that, that feeling and that technology and that special effect and that approach right. to here's what carnivores would do to you. And I how Lost scary World would that be? Kind of well, it happens that, like closely in Lost World with Richard Schiff. I mean. And that's the thing is Lost World is unique because this is something too that I think is part and parcel of the Jurassic World movies being family entertainment is dinosaurs only kill people who deserve it. And Richard yeah. Schiff getting killed is a rare, rare exception to that. Right. Uh, in in Lost World, and that's great. But nothing in this movie. It's it was hilarious to me in this movie, how as the people are arriving for the auction, Toby Jones I think is announcing who they are, and it's a who's who's list of who are people we can kill in the movie. Yeah, right. Russian Very arms well. dealers. Uh, yeah, this guy's big pharma. Like it, it's it. Nobody and and, and the soldiers and the soldiers get killed. Nobody gets killed by dinosaurs in a Jurassic Park movie park movie unless they deserve it and that to me is what makes this tone so light and that's one of the mm. reasons that i feel that rampage oddly enough because again rampage, really goofy yeah. dwayne johnson family movie uh rampage is darker because soldiers who don't deserve it are getting killed by these these giant animals in rampage uh but that's just a that's a staple of jurassic park and you know i agree with you guys that it's opting out this would make great horror material but it's a financial equation is you can't yeah. kill people who don't deserve it because then that would be too dark and we don't want that. Well, then well, my Lost job World is to say it's not as good. Yeah, Lost World killed a bunch of people. And all like some of those, they weren't all hunters out there. Like there were a lot of them we weren't rooting for, but um, I was trying to think if anyone in Jurassic in – the, in the novel of Jurassic Park, the old man gets eaten by the uh, chicken guys, the compies. And I uh. think the lawyer lives – or the hunter lives in the, in the book too. There's very different rules in a book, though, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is a horror. Like, I remember it being a suspenseful read and, like, the action scenes being really cool in right. the book. Um, right. And that's what's – that's what, to me, Jurassic Park movies were supposed to be, and now they're not. And I kind of miss that. Like, well, the no reason – I mean, good. I think it is just the kids love dinosaurs. I mean, I think that's yep. the whole reason. But they loved them then. We love what? They loved them in the first two movies, too. Like, that didn't hurt the first two movies, that a bunch of people get chopped up. <laughs> you know? When was Jurassic Park 1? 94. Oh, good lord. Well, of course, yeah. Okay, and yeah. Samuel L. Jackson doesn't deserve to die. I mean, he... Yeah. Right. He gets right. his arm chopped off. And when they do... When the dinosaurs kill you in the first two movies, it's because you think of them as stupid animals. And they're like, nah, we, we we're onto your bullshit. And in this... <laughs> It seemed like in this movie they were stupid animals, and Blue was the one that was. And even then, it's just Blue's Blue hat likes Chris Pratt. Like he doesn't evince any signs of greater intelligence in the movie. I love your point, Kelly Wan, about how the first movies were about how we can't control dinosaurs, and this is just completely abandoning it. Like I'm reminded of of what George Romero gradually did with zombie mythology is. Over the court, like he invented it, and then eventually, before he died, he was making really stupid movies about you know zombies are just misunderstood. We can we can yeah. we can get along with them. We're them. It's, it's very much the same thing with dinosaurs over the course of the Jurassic Park movies. This whole idea of life finds a way and the inevitability of chaos is now nope. If you're Chris Pratt and you have a little clicker in your hand, you're okay. Right. The <laughs> second just, I saw that image and the for Jurassic World in the tree, the trailer, like, oh no, that's Jurassic Park now. Yeah. yeah. Well, even up to the last Jurassic World movie, that control issue, I mean, that was that, – that's been carried forth through, through at least to the last movie yeah, because, yeah. because yeah. you know, he has that date – he, he has that moment where he – where Chris Pratt meets Bruce uh, Dallas Howard, and he's talking about you, you can't control these things. Why, who, who has an itinerary for her first date? 
She's like, well, you should have an itinerary for that kind of thing. Well, you can't control these things. And, and their, their basic like back and forth is about control and how you can't control these things. And you've created something you don't even know what it is. So how are you hoping to control it? Um, but I think you're right, Tom, that, it, that this movie just well, even in the last it. movie, you can control them and they'll, they'll fight with you while you ride a motorcycle and look cool. Yes. That's well, you can control them for a certain time and then you realize, oh my gosh, the Indominus is the new Alpha. All right. That's another run. thing. The new dinosaurs suck and they sucked in the last movie and, they, and it's, they're either too big to see or they look pretty much the same as the old versions. And like the, when the, we saw Velociraptors for the first time in the first movie and it, like the movie teases you like the whole first hour, it's kind of like aliens, like there's no dinosaurs. And then when you finally see a Velociraptor, it's really exciting because they like ignore the goat. Because they want to, they want to hunt it. That's great. Like not, the new dinosaurs are just either bigger, they're just more boring, and they react to fucking uh, targeting radicals. I, I don't know how you can top the T Rex in the first movie, though. No. I mean, it, Jurassic you Park really kind can't. of peaked with that, can't. and that's I don't envy anyone who has to now make a dinosaur look scarier by putting like quills on it or a racing stripe. Or it's really <laughs> like. They yeah, tried to do that with the third movie by deliberately. Well, no, with the Spinosaurus, they were like, "We yeah, we yeah. need to get we need to get something bigger and better with more teeth." And then uh, and then Jurassic World. We know what uh, a T Rex is. And in fact, our one writer in her this week is uh, is our listener Chris Markinson, and he says, "I don't need them to keep making new made up dinosaurs that only last that one movie. I need yeah. them to make the dinosaurs that are already the damn pantheon." interesting and awesome one stampede and then a bunch of dinosaurs choking a gas is not interesting or awesome <laughs> that's true but come uh, on he's an indoraptor even even kong and king kong has awesome action that fucking th- it has three t-rexes and that was peter jackson going, well you can't really improve on a t-rex unless you add more of them <laughs> right <laughs> three t-rexes versus a giant gorilla let's go but like i don't yeah, Jira. <laughs> Dominus Rex and the Raptor. Like, they don't do anything. I can't name one cool thing they've done in two movies. And the whale dinosaur, there's no payoff for that. Oh, my God. No kidding. I, I, I kept waiting. The payoff for that is just a ripoff of that stupid Photoshop image of a shark in a surfer wave like that floated right. around the Internet. Yeah. Like, that's a scary-looking thing. And that was their payoff, is they're going to let that thing loose just so they can tease us with that dumb image at, at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, that's that so was, annoying. That was so – I mean, and by then, we're just laughing. I mean, we're sitting there laughing at that kind of stuff because the Mosasaur is supposed to be this super scary thing, but that's all you're going to do? Really? I mean, I, I kind of, I like, I kind of really wanted to like those bits at the end because it, it's what Terry Gilliam kind of did in Twelve Monkeys, is showing yeah. wild animals out amongst mundane, modern, day-to-day settings, and that's so okay. cool in in Twelve Monkeys, even though it's an apocalyptic thing. I really just was hoping they would play with that more, and they 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 did just padding it out. They're gonna. In theory, they're leading up to Well, it. you know, Dingus talks about wanting to see the next movie, but I will bet you guys dollars to donuts that they're just going to reset somehow. And, and like, I, I love well, the idea. the same movie as Lost World. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. the same movie. So yeah. you're right about reset. 
Well, and, and by the way, if you make another movie, like the, the, the formula, it, the, the movie we want to see, Dingus, and I think why you're eager to see the next one, and I would feel the same way if I, have it, if I had any confidence yeah. in the studio, is I would love to see a, a, a dinosaur apocalypse. Like, that would be really right. cool. Yeah. And that would be a new setting. It would raise stakes. It would feel very different. Like, I think of a movie like The Mist, maybe, where people yeah. are trapped in a supermarket and there's yeah. dinosaurs outside. That right. would be awesome in a setting where dinosaurs get loose in the world. But I... I just don't have any confidence that the studio like you need a you need a dashing Chris Pratt character. Ugh. You need a, a the sort of the befuddled Dallas Bryce Howard character. Oh, so riveting. You need the scientists, you need the evil soldiers. Like it's just such a formula at this point. And yeah. and even Jay Bayona sneaking in these little weird artistic touches with the mansion, like that just all gets diluted. I can't imagine the formula being subverted as the end of the movie teases it's going to be. What are the mansion things you like? Because uh, for me, it was just all like this is a this is a a lot of stuff about a dumbwaiter. I mean, it really. (laughs) I don't. I mean, it was a dumbwaiter, and uh, we're going to say, oh, she's a clone. Never mind. Everybody, run away. I mean. just the aesthetic what, what, of it, the aesthetic of, of this this ancient old world mansion and dinosaurs running amok in it. We're not you know, in the seen, jungle anymore. Yeah, yeah, we've seen we've seen dinosaurs in San Diego. Like that was previously the really cool, weird, crazy setting. Uh, right, and just right. the aesthetic of putting a dinosaur in the same place where J. A. Bayona would have shot the orphanage or when a monster calls. Like I loved that. That was different. That was new. It was okay. something I hadn't seen. And also some of the touches, like the. Um, the the Indoraptor's face in the glass superimposed over the little girl when the light comes on, like him okay, playing yeah. with stuff like that. Um, and, oh, and I loved, by the way, even though you know the movie didn't support it, it was ridiculous. But I loved those prehensile claws on that Indoraptor. Like there was some really cool, seriously yeah. like awesome stuff with that. Which in a better movie, like that was a really freaky, scary monster claw. And then to have it like brushing against the glass and tap, like I loved some of that stuff. And and just the shot, even though it is so stupid and so contrary to everything the movie has established the shot of the endoraptor at the foot of the little girl's bed slowly reaching its claw out like that was something from from the babadook like that was a beautiful visual that that had no place in this movie it was ridiculous but just aesthetically i really enjoyed that um i don't know why they don't make the thing be able to fly as well since they're going to splice all these genes anyway i mean making a raptor that flies I mean, a velociraptor that flies and runs and, and just all of a sudden unfurls its wings. The thing is, I, that might be the – you might have right there the basis for Jurassic World 6 or whatever. Right. That right there might be as far as it can go. <laughs> so uh, Chris uh, Markson also – like he's also – what's the clone? What is, what is that? What you, – you mentioned it once and what? Yeah. I, I really do think that that's a touch that J.A. Bayona with his with uh, his, his storylines about the power of children and their imagination and how they're in touch with uh, the supernatural. I think that's a touch that he's getting at, this idea that she's a clone and she sympathizes with them and she releases them into the world. And, yeah, it's ridiculous, but I can sort of – now that once I saw that J.A. Bayona directed this, I was like, oh, okay. I kind of understand oh, why right. it's in there. Um, but, yeah, it's so ridiculous, so ham-handed, isn't it? Yeah. Well, she looks like – for me, I, at one point during the movie, I was like, oh, this is the prequel to Thoroughbreds because she looks so much like Anya Taylor-Joy to me. Oh, like, oh that's how yeah, – that's okay. where she came from. Yeah. Uh, and that's that. why she acts that way because she's this uh, dino clone. I couldn't help but think about her. 
I am so mad that Jeff Goldblum is not in this because I thought he was going to be in it. So they, they yeah. rolled out a uh. Jurassic World-themed game recently, and part of them marketing <laughs> it is explaining that uh, Jeff Goldblum is doing some voice acting in it. Is it he's so, so I was like, oh, this is great. That obviously means he's in the movie. They're not just going to put him in the game. You know, Jeff Goldblum doesn't care enough about Jurassic World to just show up to do the game if he's not part of the movie. So during that Senate hearing, I was like, yeah, great. There's going to be some Jeff Goldblum. We're going to get a bunch of Jeff Goldblum in the synopsis. We're going to see, you know, he's going to be the comic relief. Uh, but no, he's not in the movie at all. Like they, that stuff is completely ancillary. And furthermore, the movie has no sense of humor. Like there are no jokes yeah. in this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, this movie definitely could have used some Jeff Goldblum, and it didn't give us any. It just teased us at the beginning and the end with completely yeah. superfluous Jeff Goldblum. I was really annoyed at that. Uh, it's literally a trailer line, like "Welcome to Jurassic World." You hear, like he says that in the trailer, oh. and then he just oh, says he it. does. The trailer, by the way, it gives away. Okay, here's what's in the trailer. I know there's nothing, nothing to surprise you about what you're about to say, Kelly Wand. Go ahead. <laughs> it was all a lie. Bryce Dallas Howard going. It was a lie. You shoot. You see the soldiers shoot blue. You see the you see the Velociraptor in the mansion. Like you literally can tell the entire fucking story from it. And right. I read a review of this where they said that they asked the critics not to give away the ending that the dinosaurs all get into the world at the end because they want that to be a surprise for people. And it's like you put out the trailer for this, and that's your well, that's in the trailer too. It, the trailer, the the yeah, and the wave is in the trailer as well. Yeah, oh, that's really? another non-payoff. Too. I was really looking forward to how that that scene would have started. Like, wait, what? Well, the, Kelly Wan, you can uh, when the Meg comes out later this summer, you can uh, see how that works out. Okay, is it the Meg or just Meg? Uh, I forget one of the other. Right. But Jason Statham again versus a giant shark, whatever they're right. calling oh, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mark uh, wanted to know if Jeff Goldblum, if they just had a uh, budget for two and a half minutes of him, and that's uh, why he's only in this. I mean, I just. But, that they didn't have it, he just wasn't part of the script. And but Margaretson right. also has an issue with you because apparently during your streaming thing that you do for game, I don't know, you do some video game stuff. Uh, he's pretty upset with you for killing him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his. Uh, I was naming the dinosaurs after various people watching, and uh, yeah, Margaretson's dinosaur got at. Sorry. Yeah, you you yeah. named him after uh, you named a Struthiomimus, I think is what he said. Um, and you created a Triceratops and a Ceratosaurus, and uh, he was pretty upset when you uh, when you let him become food, and he wanted me to give you heck for that. So this is me giving you heck for that. And by the way, I don't recommend that game either. That game is also a missed opportunity. I feel. Uh, I was going to ask you. <laughs> it looks it, like. Yeah, it's just a it's just a, a roller coaster tycoon style game, and every now and then the dinosaurs get loose, and you basically have to. Uh, it's a financial hit because you have to settle lawsuits. <laughs> it's part of oh. so that as sounds kind of fun, actually. No, it's not because it's the same. There's one animation for people getting killed, and you have uh, to like get in a jeep or a helicopter and shoot the loose dinosaur with a trank gun, and then click a button and it gets dropped back in its pen until it escapes next time. Uh, it, it's just a terrible expression of the Jurassic Park uh, uh, structure of. You of, should play uh, as a dinosaur. Uh, there's, I mean, there's lots of cool things you could do, but they, they hired people who do uh, roller coaster tycoon type games. Uh, like that's who they hired to. I like to, those games when they started, and they kind of jumped the shark because they thought we just wanted to see cooler rides. And I liked tap making roller coasters where you could kill off your customers by making not getting the physics right. Well, that that kid, the dinosaurs will do that, and you'll have to pay the lawsuit damages. And there you go, Jurassic Park game, voila. What more do you want? Um. <laughs> 
Yeah. Does uh, it have a better bad guy than this movie does? Because this, because you know, Rafe Spall is terrible at everything, isn't he? Like he can't just, even be a good villain. Completely. <laughs> you know, he's not memorable in anything. And I mean, if if Arliss Howard is more memorable than you are. <laughs> Wow. He is like a poor man's Arliss Howard in this, isn't he? <laughs> really sad. Yeah. What the hell are you guys doing? Uh, you know Arliss's last name. This is two in a row. The the the, the la- Thorin from Ocean's Eight, which this movie ends with a button of Ocean's Eight. Apparently, like the dinosaurs going to attack Las Vegas, I guess. Um, and what? then, and then this it, this is this has another terrible villain that. I couldn't care less if he – he's just un- completely not memorable. What are you doing? Jurassic villains are never good though, are they? Like there was never a golden era, golden age of Jurassic Park villains. Like wasn't the lawyer in the first one just kind of like – he just – he was just, like he's just called a lawyer and that's that's all you know about his character. Like, ah, you got eaten because he's a lawyer. Like there's Sort nothing- of the, the way that Jurassic Park peaked with the T-Rex, I think the villains peaked with Wayne Knight. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Actually, <laughs> they're patsies because um, the dinosaurs eat them. Yeah, yeah. Although they they try it with with in in Lost World with Peter Stormari Pete, and oh. um, Pete Postlethwaite. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is right. Pete Postlethwaite is a great white hunter. I do like that idea. Yeah, yeah, but he but he eventually sort of flips over and he's like, I, I'm I've had enough of death. I'm out of here. I mean, that's his ending. He's Does that movie like, hold up? Because I haven't watched it since it came. Hold out. up, I don't like it. It's it's. It's, I don't think it's a good movie at all, but Lost it's World? much better than this movie. Yeah, I don't I like remember, Lost World. I think it's silly. I remember a lot of people die in it, and the dinosaurs kill everyone repeatedly, and I remember really liking that. Well, like, it didn't, I, I the remember, movie didn't give a shit about the humans at all, and I kind of enjoyed that. I, I just remember Tom talking. We, we talked about this in another podcast where Tom talked about how much he liked that sequence where um, the – the RVs are, are yeah, that's great. Play. That's the physics. It is. Result. He's right. It's a, yeah. it's a good sequence. It's really a good sequence. And the Richard Schiff stuff is really kind of actually moving because it is, you know, to you know presage what's going on next weekend um, <laughs> or with our next podcast. Um, he makes the choice to stay there uh, to keep them alive, um, basically knowing or uh, at his own peril. Let's just say. Compare uh, that to the deaths in this movie, and like, all right, we're out of the computer room. Let's run away to the boat. <laughs> uh, am I the only one who was super distracted by Daniela Pineda? Like, she had the glasses and the haircut and that T-shirt. She looked like a co-ed Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, that's good. No, you weren't the only one. She but is so annoying. Don't put her in movies where I'm supposed to be paying attention to other stuff. And Get she's her out of there. They took no, that. Why do you say that? What do you mean she was a lesbian? She, the actress said that. She said my character was there was a oh, whole lesbian thing scenes. that was cut out of it. Yeah. Okay, well that's I couldn't. Oh, well actually, uh, okay, well. Sorry it just felt like a, an extension <laughs> of the Cat Dennings character in Thor. It just felt like I'm sort of the nerdy one who's uh, gonna make a couple me... of jokes, jokes, but um, the movie isn't smart enough to use her. It's Cat Dennings Bryce. wishes she was that memorable. What? Kent Dennings. Oh, how dare you? Uh, did you like her? I mean, did you like that character? I mean, I would have rather this movie been about those two characters, but did I you like. Did, I mean, I don't yeah, know what. She, what, I, else, what else do you know her from? Nothing. Nothing. 
She's from TV, I think. She's like from one of those uh, Vampire Diaries or True Blood or something like that. She's from one of those because I I looked her up to see if I'd seen her in anything. (laughs) The time I was was seeing her in the movie, I was like, what what do I know her from? Like, I I honestly thought she was riveting. Uh, She's amazingly beautiful. And I didn't know if it's – and I think it's just that she does look like uh, a young Catherine Zeta-Jones. So I I looked up to see what she's been in. And, yeah, she's not been in anything that I've seen. But let me tell you, I'll see everything else she's in. I'm a fan. All right. I'm going to be in everything else. I'm going to be inside her everything. Kelly Wan, don't make it dirty. It's like what? that uh, It's like that Angie Trout woman in that Pandemonium movie. Way too hot for the movie. She's upstaging everything. I can't pay attention to the dang other stuff. It's really annoying. Don't do that to me, movie. Well, yeah. What? What else is there in this? I mean, you should be well. You should be glad for anything. I guess so. Good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to watch what? the dinosaurs, and she's running around. Yeah. Why are yeah. they getting the DNA at the beginning? B.D. Wong is in the movie. He created the dinosaur. Yeah, he, he should have it. The, in his he took all the shit. I mean, why are they doing that? I'm oh. guessing they're a rogue group that we don't know about, right? It's just like it's like kids breaking into a museum uh, and getting killed by a mummy. That's a terrible analogy, but I don't, I don't think they're necessarily associated with any when of the. When does that happen? No, they, they know, end but... up. No, that ends up at the mansion. That horn. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're totally right, Dingus. There's no reason for them to steal that. No, no, no they no. Nope, I know. I can answer that. They okay, need good. it to make the Indoraptor. <sighs> I like the Tom thing. Don't they don't. They've already done that. <laughs> He's like, already <laughs> done it. Nope, nope. The DNA. nope, 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 there's a, you missed a title card that was three years earlier. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I like that uh, Kelly Wand thinks, uh, what, what were Kelly Wand's, oh, that's not her dad, is it? That's not her grandmother. Yeah, yeah it's also, yeah, Geraldine Chaplin is not her grandmother, and Rafe Paul is not her dad. Yeah. yeah. She's a little orphan girl. She's a little orphan Jira. Yeah. That would have made it better, then, if they, if it I'd, so there were there was another thing that happened at the beginning of this movie besides me wanting to it to be a dark horror movie is me wondering if it was going to continue to be a political drama or like a political action movie. He does say nasty woman. And, like and exactly, exactly, Kelly, yeah. such a nasty woman. Isn't isn't that and, a swipe at Trump? And Don Jr. is one of those uh, cocksuckers who fucking uh, hunts animals. Like they go on those safaris and like shoot lions and stuff. I mean, the movie doesn't sustain that, but it does. I did wonder if the movie was, or if the writers were trying to like, like sort of nudge us. I actually, the only political point I agreed with, I, I think that if a giant amusement park that's, I don't even think it's an American company, right? Like, because the whole idea is it's offshore, it's its own entity. If a giant yeah. amusement park company is failing, the U.S. government should not bail it out. So I approve of the the congressional actions hmm. that were portrayed in this movie. Well, yeah, it's also a bad investment. Right. Why would you? <laughs> it's it's the after all the, the the park's done. If the government did bail it out, like the public would be in the streets going, "What? Right? You're letting my factory go under, and you're saving." <laughs> so um, I saw this. Uh, I saw. I was at. Uh, my son had a dentist appointment this week. Um, uh, he had to get like fillings with uh, the, the soldier from the movie. <laughs> no, but, I, I, and by the way, poor Ted Levine. Why don't you give him props, Kelly Wand? Yeah, Arlie Ermy. Stop telling him about Arlie Ermy. Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Yeah, I love that guy. Is he a big fat dinosaur? Oh yeah. Um, 
so uh so my son is like you know he's getting his his face worked on his mouth worked on getting fillings and whatnot and he can't talk put the tooth in the basket and um <laughs> at his particular the his particular dentist they have a, a a flat screen affixed to the ceiling and they yeah. were showing they they allow the kids there and now he's I like this that. is his they they let him pick Jurassic World, so he was watching Jurassic World. But where <laughs> I was sitting, uh, as he was Sounds watching fun. it, uh, I was watching it upside down, which was really weird because the, when they run, like when they're running out of the paddock of the Indominus Rex, they just it just looks it, it's just a really weird movie to see upside down. But anyway, <laughs> his Tom, dentist. Please comment on what Dingus just said. <laughs> <laughs> his dentist is really cool. Um, and she was sitting there working on him, and she's like, "I don't know why the sis, why why the mother is crying here. Why is she crying?" Um, that's not how she talks, but I'm just saying that. And uh, and I was, I, I waited for a moment. I said, "Well, because she's Honey, in the middle of getting explain. a she's getting she's in the middle of getting a divorce, and uh, I think yeah. that that's part of the emotional impact of it." And my kid, who could, who can't talk because his he's getting feelings right, right. now, just sort of put his. He just pointed at me and put his thumb up. He's like, yeah, that's what's going on. And she's like, oh, I only see little bits and fragments of this movie, and it's over my head. Did you get to the part where uh, Eric Edelstein, the guy from Green Room, gets killed? Do you remember what I'm talking about, that guy? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, the guy uh, uh, the guy who actually opens the gate. Yeah, yeah, we got there. That's the part I would watch again of that stupid movie. I did not like stupid, and it's not worse than this movie. It's oh, like, way worse. Better. Yeah, way worse. Because no, no, Colin no. Trevorrow. All right, you're a Colin Trevorrow apologist. It's official. True story. <laughs> well, Dingus's reason for liking it, if I remember right, was that he liked the idea that it was an alternate timeline where Jurassic Park happened 20 years ago. <laughs> so he was like, "Yeah, the Marvel Universe, man." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, Tom. What were you saying? I don't know. I don't even have a point. It's what I was good. saying is, so we saw that. <laughs> yeah, Let's do why? a podcast next week about something else. Uh, actually, the the rest of the summer is looking kind of dire. That was is it. Solo no, and Jurassic isn't Mission Park? Impossible coming out? I mean, well, that I think is the next big thing. But we got lots of gaps because of things that do or don't open in Germany. Like Kelly Wan isn't getting Sicario 2 for a while. I think Mission what? Impossible you're getting. I don't think Meg you get for a while until after it opens. Uh, Why? Because yeah, like, Germ- you're in doing? Germany. Yeah, German release dates. They're behind. So, um, so at any rate, it's not an issue next week. Next week is a, a, a big open space anyway. So next week we're going to do a three-by-three about our favorite noble sacrifices. And if you guys are out there listening and you can think of any cool ones, send them to 3x3 at quarter3.com. Get those to us by uh, midnight uh, Pacific time, Jan- uh, July. What month? Yeah, July 1st. Uh, and we'll include those on the air. So, uh, Kelly Wand, I'll talk you through it at, off the air. All I'll, right. I'll give you your three noble sacrifices. I wasn't listening. <laughs> So join us for that next week. I am Tom Chick. I've been here with Christian McTrevorrow. It's Christian Murawski. <laughs> and Kelly Wand. Put the jeer in the basket. I have a dream I hope will come true. That you'll grow old with me. And I'll grow old with you. We thank the earth.
steer the sky we thank to Dallas Howard. <laughs> Just saying. I prefer that we be more capable and prepared than lucky. Observation, reflection, faith, and determination. In this way, we may navigate the path as it unfolds before us. All right. And we have what? Eight more recharge cycles to go before we get to Oregai 6? Is that a question, yes, sir? Yes, Walter. That's a question. That is correct. Oh, man. Remember before Alien jumped the shark and dinosaurs jumped the shark, Dingus? That was a golden age, huh? We got a problem downstairs. What? <laughs> That's why uh, Kiernan was giving you the thumbs up and pointing at you. Gotcha. <laughs> he doesn't need there? our protection. They need our absence. Ugh. Was that really in that? 